Hello, everybody. This is Jay Black's Daily Diary, a podcast I do each and every day until I get tired of doing it. Today is January 4th, 2019. Four days into the new year, I'm already exhausted. Wish, uh, again, I've said it on the podcast, I think, uh, when the first actually happened, or maybe it was the second, but, uh, it, this, I don't feel renewed in January. I feel tired. We need to figure this out. I think that there is a cognitive dissonance between the idea that this is a brand new year, brand new start, and the fact that we're in the doldrums of winter. And what's worse, the beginning of winter. This isn't like a celebration of the end of winter and a rebirth of spring. This is this is like seven, well, no, is it 12 days after the shortest day of the year. We got another three months of this shit to slog through. So I just think as a culture, we need to figure out how to uh, undo this cognitive dissonance because you might not be aware of it. Maybe in your head, you're like, I don't know. It seems like the new year, but I guarantee you, your body is like rebelling against what your mind is telling it. I'm doing this podcast, by the way, in two parts. Uh, First part is uh, now as I drive to my son's school because he forgot something. And I will say this, people get mad at their children for doing stuff that they would do. Like, I don't get mad. Well, I'm not mad right now, but I'm I'm disappointed. I'm like, oh my God, how could he forget this thing that he needed to bring in? And, and why did he think it was okay to call me to bring it in? Why didn't he just take that lump right on the chin and figure something out? And the fact of the matter is, it's exactly what I would have done. You know, you're, you're looking basically at uh, 11-year-old Jay uh, and how he would have handled things. So I can't get mad at him, but there's this weird reflexive, like, I should have been better, therefore I wish he was better, therefore I'm angry not at him but at myself via him. It's like a weird proxy effect, which I guess is... Uh, explains every single sports parent in the world, except instead of me rooting for my kid to do well in sports, I'm mad at him for forgetting a board game he was supposed to bring in. So even those stakes are too low. Wow, how disappointing am I? Uh, But yeah, so I have to work on that. I have to work on getting better at, uh, you know, seeing the faults that I have reflected back at me through my children Uh, And realizing that the source of my uh, despair has nothing to do with my children, but more anger at myself for having burdened them with the malfunctioning genes of the black family. Which, by the way, I can't say the malfunctioning genes of the blacks. That's one of the problems with my last name is that if you uh, misstate it, it sounds racist. uh, A little story on that. My Aunt Ginny, who, I mean... Even if she wasn't an aunt, if your name is Ginny, you sort of have to be an older aunt, right? Isn't that like you're setting your kid up for that if you name them Ginny? My Aunt Ginny got, um, for each of the families, the different names of the families within my larger family, she got uh, T-shirts that said, you wouldn't understand that it's a Curran thing because that that's my, my cousin's name. You wouldn't understand it. It's a D'Angelo thing which is her family. You want to understand that it's a De Christopher thing, which is uh, her, her kid's family. And then finally, you wouldn't understand it. It's a black thing, which you got for me and my uh, three children and my wife. So uh, you can imagine if I was wearing that, 
uh, around, the people would have questions. Now, my aunt didn't think about it because she didn't necessarily immediately link blacks' racial connotations to my last name. But, you know, when I come back uh, beaten up and arrested for a hate crime, uh, I, I think then my aunt's going to have to confront the racial reality of that last name. So I always have to put family in there. It's a black family thing. Even then, people stop and pause. You can't just say the blacks. Like, my kid is acting just like a black kid. Doesn't sound right. Even though I'm yawning. Sorry, everybody. Man, I hope you didn't just yawn because I yawned. Uh, even if my kid, uh, like I'm talking about my kids, like my, my kid has uh, faulty black genetics. He's acting just like a black. By the way, if you're if in the future I'm running for office, nobody's allowed to take those outtakes and say that I am speaking ill of uh, African Americans. I am using things that you would say about people's names to show that my name. You, we can never have a building named after my family. You can't have the black building. I mean, not that that's going to happen. But if I get really rich and donate all my money to a uh, uh, Trump University, <laughs> uh, then you know, I, you can't have. The black building at Trump University. Trump doesn't allow blacks into any of his places. See what I did there, everybody? All right, I'm at my kid's school, so part one is done. There won't be any break for you because I'm about to just hang up and, and walk in, hang up, sign off and walk in, and then I'm going to sign right back on. But for me, I don't you all. What's wrong with me? Is there car? You know what? Maybe getting carbon monoxide scented uh, car fresheners was was a bad idea, because I am starting to get sleepy. Uh, so there will be no time passed for you, but I will have spent ten minutes dropping off stupid board game for board game gate board game game board day game at my son's school. Yeah, this carbon monoxide is really affecting my brain. I'll be back in a bit. Hang in there. And I, I'm not back in a bit because stupid recording. Thing. All right, there we go. I'm ending it now, everybody. And, and I'm back. It was uh, about it was six minutes for me. Zero seconds for you. But uh, I was, uh, I had to go through my uh, school's phalanx of security. Now, I'm also, oh, hang on. What's going on with my uh, car here? That's interesting. As I was driving, there was like a like a slip in the uh, transmission, which should not happen. I mean, this is an American car. American. Oh wait, hang on. Yeah, no, it's an American car. Of course, that's going to happen. Is that true anymore? Remember, I, there was that time in the '90s where that was like a good go-to joke that American cars are bad. It feels like this this Ford has been pretty rock solid for me. Anyway, uh, the transmission is fine now, and I had to I had to go to my son's uh, school, and they do have tons of security measures. I have to put my license in. I, I'm not allowed like there's like a little ante room where, you know, I have to, it's like an airlock. I go in. They have to buzz me into the first room, and then I got to talk to somebody else to see if I'm buzzworthy into the the second room. This is an elementary school. And I understand that people are like nervous about uh, school shootings because of, you know, the fact that we're America and that's, you know, we might not be able to make cars, but God, we can shoot up a school. Uh, but none of this seems like it would stop a school shooter, right? Like it makes it difficult for a school shooter, but not impossible. So, 
it seems to me that we're doing all this security and what we do is psychologically you know inform our children that they are trapped in this building right there's there's no in or out without our say so we make it difficult for parents to get in we make it difficult to have a relationship with the people that work at your school because you know the idea of dropping by and picking up your kid up a little early uh, you can't do that without you know basically a navy seal level organizational chart to get in and 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 out i think it hurts us more than it helps us and isn't it the most american kind of solution to like basically we have uh, bad mental health in the country we have access to guns and we have kids getting shot at schools so of those three things what should we work on well we're not getting rid of guns so check that off uh, figuring out how to provide mental health uh, would mean poor people getting uh, services for free. So we can't have that. I know, let's turn our schools into fortresses. Right? This is like the equivalent of... Uh, America, if it were a person, would go to the doctor and say, listen, I have bad diabetes and I am um, I, I'm like 600 pounds overweight. I'm in trouble here, doc. And the doc goes, well, what's your diet? And America goes, well, I, I eat uh, four pounds of sugar at every meal. And, and the doctor goes, well, you know, what I would, what I would say if, if it were me is to not eat four pounds of sugar with every meal. To which America replies, what are you, some sort of liberal? What are you, a libtard? Don't tell me how to eat libtard. My pancreas will burn itself out. Thank you very much. That'll own the libs. Right? You know, that's... that's our position, it seems, on school security. And I'm annoyed by this because I just went to my kid's school and I got to go to my wife's school. She's not in school. I'm not married to a teenager. She teaches school. Get your mind out of the gutter. Uh, I have to go to my wife's school now and drop something off. And it's the same thing. You know, I got to go again. I'm yawning. I'm so sorry for this. Why am I so tired? Uh, I have to go to my wife's school and do the exact same thing. Get buzzed into the little ante room prove that I'm worthy to get buzzed into the next level, then get buzzed into the next level. And you know, the irony of it is, it's a school, so it's not even like there's good shit on the other side of that door. Right? It's not like anybody's like, buzzing themselves in and it's like, you know, free chocolate cupcake day. You know, all you, all that's on the other side of that is, is kind of learning. It's an American high school, so kind of learning. I know, I'm, I'm bragging on America a lot. You gotta understand, I'm a patriot in the same way that I love my family, which is, you know, my cousin's got a weird beard. I, I'll tell him that he has a weird beard. It doesn't mean I don't love my cousin. In fact, I would, I would say it means I love my cousin more by saying, hey, you know, you, you look like, you know, end of time Manson. Maybe, maybe cut the beard. You know, if if my brother, when he was alive, uh, was was uh, drinking too much, it's a bad example because <laughs> he died from alcoholism. But when he was alive, uh, I did tell him he was drinking too much, and he angrily told me no, and uh, then he died. So bad example. Let's go back to America. Loving America and not criticizing America are not are, are not the same thing. It's, it's okay to love something and understand its flaws. And I don't think you'll find somebody who has a greater affection for the shitheads that live in this country than me. And I'm going to leave it there. 
as one of the shitheads that of in this country, assuming you're from this country, that's actually an assumption I can't make. You could be in uh, the Bahamas right now. Could be in the Bahamas. Maybe you you work on a coconut farm. Are they in far- coconut factory? I don't. Are there Bahama coconuts? Is that racist? Would that be, well, I, mean, I guess that would be uh, spacious because I'm assuming a space has coconuts because it's in the tropics. Feels like they don't have coconuts. Bananas? I don't know. I'm just digging the hole deeper. Wherever you are, whether you're in France eating uh, frog's legs with a beret on, England eating boiled whatever while jerking off to a picture of the queen. I don't know what they do. Until they jerk off to the queen in England. Uh, you know what? It's getting a little crazy. This carbon monoxide poisoning is starting to take me down. So we're going to end it there. Thanks for listening. And I'll be back tomorrow unless I get tired of doing this.